Hello and welcome back to the Across the Pond podcast with myself, Harry Kerwin. The podcast that takes you through the journey of moving to the United States as a student athlete to play soccer. We loved having Callum on last week. It was a very funny, open and honest podcast and we really enjoyed recording it. If you liked what you've heard, please follow us on Spotify or Google Podcasts so you can keep up to date with all our new episodes. And we're now also on social media. On Instagram, our username is Across the Pond Pod. And on Twitter, our handle is pond underscore podcast. Please follow and share so we can get our content out to those who it may benefit. Finally, another big shout out to one of my best mates, Dan Warrington, for his amazing cover art he created for us. Be sure to get in contact for any graphic design needs that you may need. Thank you very much for listening. Hello and welcome back to episode six of the Across the Pond podcast with myself, Harry Kerwin. Really, really, really excited about the uh, the guest we have on today. Someone that I was really, 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 over the first like the four years of my college experience. Someone that I've had a lot of really good times with, an extremely good football player, um, and someone that I'm really excited to hear hear his stories and hear hear his his process. So it's Brad Wilson. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, thanks, mate. Yeah, good, good. Uh, I'm good. excited to be here. Yeah, excited to be on. Glad to, glad to have you on, mate. Really, really looking forward to it. I know it. I know it took about five episodes to get you on now, but we had to. We had to kind of <laughs> evenly distribute the the interviews. How's how's yeah. it going for you during uh, the the whole coronavirus? Are you are you doing all right with it all? Uh, yeah, not too bad. I mean, from what from what I can see. Um, Seems to be a little bit more, not serious, but um, how would I say it? Uh, the lockdown measures are more stricter over here. Obviously, they're all loosening up now. I'm going back to work this week. I've been off for about two, three months now. So uh, excited to get back to normal life. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's been a, it's been a long couple of months for everybody. But glad glad you're able to kind of get back to work this week, and we'll we'll kind of go into that a little bit more later on. <clears throat> but really, yeah. glad, to, glad to hear you're doing all right, and uh, good to, good to see you. We've been playing a lot of Xbox, been getting on the old Fortnite. Hate to admit it, <laughs> glad, glad yeah. absolute sweat on Fortnite. So, so <laughs> I like to join in every now and again and get some wins on the game. How's that? How's the family free time doing? In my life. <laughs> how's the family doing? Yeah, yeah, we're all good, mate. Uh, I've been getting obviously the shopping for my for my dad and that because he's can't go out to the virus and that. But um, no, we're, we're all all right, mate. Yeah, good. How good. about your family? Yeah, they're doing okay. They're all just the crammed in the house, just chilling and playing with the dog a lot and getting some exercise yeah. in. Yeah, they're 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 coping well. They're coping well, mate. Uh, so good. obviously, obviously, uh, you know the drill now. You've been listening in. You're, you're straight on the podcast as soon as I uh, send it out on a Wednesday with the review. <laughs> with the review an hour later, so you know how the drill goes. Um, so, so what we're going to do? We're going to start off. We're going to take it back to to when you were a schoolboy, maybe 16, 17, 18. Talk me through what you were doing, how you ended up coming out to America, and what the whole thought process was through that. Talk me through it, mate. Um, so I was, when I was 15, I was at Forest, yeah. um, and then I, I left there at 16, um, obviously I was just at school, like secondary school, like everyone else, yeah. um, and I joined Boston and I actually got a, a scholarship there, um, but, you know, after a couple months and that, uh, as you know, Boston ain't a great place <laughs> and stuff, yeah. so. Yeah. Kind of didn't really didn't really fancy it, so I I, dro- I kind of dropped that out, and then I went to Lincoln College, um, you know where Joe and and uh, Callum 
they all went there. So yeah. Um, and then from there, I didn't, I didn't really want to go to America when I heard obviously about it. Everyone was talking about it. They're all, everyone was making videos of themselves and uh, like trying to get assessments and everything. But I, I wasn't really too fussed. I've always been someone that wanted to stay close to family and that. So, um, but the the opportunity just came came about out of the blue, really. So Simon, who was our assistant on either first year and the second year, yeah. Um, he's from Lincoln so he came to a training session for Lincoln College and um he just saw me play and and then it just came from there really just offered me right like a week later or a couple of days later he said you want to come out here blah blah yeah there's actually another bloke um I think his name's Matt Briggs or Summit Briggs from do you know where um Ben Martin went do you know Ben Martin I know of him but I don't know where he went was it like is it Bellevue or something? Bellevue, yeah, yeah. He was at, so Matt Briggs is at Bellevue, and he actually offered me as well, but I don't, really? I didn't really follow that one in. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so it, was only uh, really, it was only really Bellevue and Saint Catherine that really showed like direct interest. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't go through agency or anything like that. Um, and you know, the the deal that obviously we got at Saint Catherine was was financially it was decent, so. Uh, yeah, I just kind of went with it. I didn't. I didn't really have any other plans for after college. I wasn't. I wasn't going to go to university in England. So uh, carry on playing football abroad. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's that's seems to be the kind of general consensus for a lot of the guys who come over. Like we don't really know what we're going to do, um, and yeah. it's an opportunity to still play footy um, and and obviously get a, get a reasonably cheap education at the same time. Um, yeah, exactly. One thing that one thing that really interest me about like your recruitment process is that <laughs> you really didn't put that much effort into it and I'm telling you Brad <laughs> if you did you would have been a, you would have been a division one player you you had the ability mm. um you had the you had you had everything as a as a football player um yeah and I think if but, you applied it a bit more mate you would have been you'd have been sitting in a, a nice division one program for sure yeah well um yeah, that's the thing I was because I wasn't really too bothered about coming over here you know I've been I played in center of excellences like yourself and that in England and that so you know the score and and yeah. stuff so um and America didn't you know it's not very very well known for football and that so but well I don't know really I, I didn't like I say when before we go over we don't really know what we're getting into I didn't know anything about division one NAIA division two I didn't really know a whole lot so I just kind of rolled with it yeah yeah I mean it's like we've it's been a common theme you just have to kind of go with it and especially if you don't get yeah. an agency or anything you really you really are going in blind and you can be sold that you can be sold the American dream but it really mm. could not be that as well so, <laughs> so how were you how were you as a student let me ask this how, how were you as a student in, in England were you, were you a good student or, or were you just cruising by and still playing football in college um, I'm not. I, know, I wasn't very studious. My, my parents were going to listen and laugh at it, and I wasn't very studious at all. <laughs> um, I was. Yeah, my main focus was with sports, mate. To be honest, um, you know, all kind of sports. I was like when I was younger, and I was doing athletics and cross country and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, school was. I mean, it's bad to say, but school was second second place for me, really. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, that's that's not at all. So, so that leads me into the next question of like the SAT. We all have to take it as international students. It's basically our benchmark of how we get scholarships and what kind of schools we're eligible for. How did you find the whole SAT process? 
Yeah, so um, mine was actually a bit different. So I think, I think the year, my year was the last year that the NAIA, they accepted a letter from like your college, say Lincoln College, to say that you was in the top 25% of your class. Okay. And that, uh, that basically was my SAT. I did take one just in case because you can get financial uh, aid, can't you? Yeah, yeah. But, um, but no, nah, I didn't get any of that. So. I didn't get any of that. So. <laughs> um, but no, the, uh, the letter to say, obviously, that I was in the top 25 of the class um, basically wavered my SAT score. But I don't think they do that now. No. I think you, ha- you, think you have to take the SAT now. Well, yeah, because there's no way you was in the top 25 of your college class. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get him in trouble, but yeah, he did sell a little porky. <laughs> probably, probably the bottom 25. <laughs> they got it upside down a little bit. How, how did you find the whole like visa interview process? Like, um, Obviously, Callum told, told the story about his last week, about how, how like his was a little bit iffy. How did yours go? Mm. Yours was a bit smoother than that? Uh, yeah, mine wasn't. I don't, I don't recall anything ever really going wrong. Obviously, when you go down to London and that, you're waiting and you're going around the embassy. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a bit silly, really. Like, they asked me three questions when I got, like, I waited something like four, four or five, four or five hours. Yeah. Um, and they asked me three questions and it was, it was, where's the school? Um, what position do you play? And are you good? And I was like... I was like, I, so I just answered him, and then he was like, "Yep, stamp like stamp me, took my passport, whatever." And I was like, "Is that it? <laughs> I've waited this long, and that, yeah. I'm, I've, I've been let into America now just because I've told him I'm going to Kentucky. I play midfield, and I'm good. That's it." Oh, so you did say you were good. That was going to be my next question. I can't tell any lies, mate. <laughs> <laughs> how how were you, how were your family about everything? About when you first first said that you wanted to come over, how did they kind of take the news? Were they happy about it? Were they? Were they? Yeah, or? yeah. My my parents were hundred percent in on it. Really, they um, because I I was a bit fifty fifty. You know, I got the offer and we I met with Simon and we spoke and and stuff. And I was still a little bit fifty fifty. But you know, um, my parents, you know, they supported me the whole way and uh, they kind of not they didn't talk. I'm not saying they talked me into it. Obviously, I wouldn't have gone if I didn't want to. But yeah, you know, they were they were all for it. You know, you get to so much experience out there and. Yeah. life experience more than anything so yeah definitely definitely i i, I completely agree and, and i'm sure you're glad that they kind of if they did talk you into it in some respects so you're glad you did it in the end yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean i went out when i was 18 so i came back when i was 23 20 yeah, yeah 23 or 20 22 23 mm-hmm. um and i came back you know i went out a boy and i came back a man so yeah, nice one. Nice one, mate. So, do you, obviously, I'm going to bring this up, but do you remember? Um, so, obviously, Joe was back home that summer um, after he'd finished his freshman year, but there was myself, you, Ross, uh, and then obviously Joe and his family. All three of our families met up at the, ta- is it mm. the Tower Hotel in Lincoln. Yeah, the Tower Hotel, yeah. Yeah, and we, all our families got to just meet up. And, and I think mm. for me, anyway, like I was, I was apprehensive, but I was excited at the same time. Um, but that really eased my mind getting to kind of meet you guys because you all really knew each other. And I knew Joe, but I didn't really know you two, you and Ross. Mm. And that, I think that was such a brilliant kind of idea that we did and we were able to do that. And all our families got to meet each other as well. And I think that was a really good evening. Yeah. No, honestly, that that, that night was, uh, it helped a lot because, you know, moving the other side of the world, it, it is, it's daunting. So, you know, 
when when you're meeting people's families as well not just me meeting you yeah but like i, I met your mum and dad and everything as well so he feels like you have more a bit more of a connection and it was it made it a lot easier yeah yeah 100 I, I probably one of my fondest memories of like well obviously it was the first time i properly met you actually i'm gonna bring it up <laughs> I'm gonna bring it up, so I'm gonna tell it. So me and Brad actually, me and Brad actually met before the Tower Hotel one time. So the story goes, I'm in a kebab shop in Lincoln after a night out, and I have a very good friend of mine, Leah Elliott, a very attractive blonde girl, um, which seems to be Brad's type. Um, <laughs> he's, he he's chatting her up at the at the uh, kebab the kebab counter as a, as the classy classy man he was. Um, he's chatting he's chatting her up and he's and he's giving her the old arm off to America next year giving it giving <laughs> and uh she goes oh i know i know uh, a guy who's already out there so she knew joe jessup who is also who i knew um so he's she she said yeah i know joe jessup and brad's turned around going yeah i'm going to the same college so this is about 3 a.m in a kebab shop i'm absolutely steaming and Leah's turned around to me and gone, Harry, oh my God, this guy's going to the same university as you in America. And so as, as Brad now gets to know me over the past five years, <laughs> I was extremely excited about this and was instantly trying to become his best mate and really drunk and excited in the kebab shop. And Brad's given me the absolute custard pie. <laughs> just giving me like, oh yeah, really? And just continue to carry on chatting up my friend Leah. And I'm never going to forget <laughs> it. And he always denies it, but it happens. I honestly don't remember any of that. 3 a.m. I, I don't remember any. 3 a.m. Exactly, that's why. Could have happened. I didn't make it up. <laughs> I didn't make it up, I swear. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's, that's something that we, so we did meet before. Which is, which is yeah. So let's fast forward a little bit. So, so we've, we've kind of gone through that whole process and it's time to, time to come out to the States. What's, what were your expectations and, and what was the reality to them expectations? We'll start off with that. Um, you, get, you get sold, obviously, that it's, it's professional, like it's a professional program and, you know, you're training twice a day and then, you know, a few classes uh, around the training and you're playing, you know, two, three games a week. Um, so I was obviously as excited, and you know, I was I've been playing non-stop, so I was fit. Um, but when you get out there, it was, it was, a, bit, it was a bit different, wasn't it? When we yeah. got out there, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we were training at Nelson County, weren't we? And I remember the first training session, like obviously the bus ride there. Yeah, we was all chirpy and and a uh, bit bit nervous. I was, I think, I was worried, obviously. You don't know what you you don't you don't know what's what's coming. So I was thinking, am I going to be on a bench here? Like, am I going to have to like earn my spot? And I saw some of them play, mate, and I thought, <laughs> I'm sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I no, I mean, some of it, like there was some good players. But I remember, I remember the first training session uh, before we even all played. Tim got us in a circle and said, "Who's the best player?" Here? And everyone just kind of like looked around and scoped around, and then. Uh, my, Marcelo, Marcello, Marcello. Hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he just puts his hand up and goes me, and <laughs> I think I think Tim had a little giggle, and I know I'd seen him kick a ball, so I had a little giggle as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I remember that 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 bit very yeah, very well. Definitely. And he got mugged off straight after because he had his earrings in still, didn't he? 
So he, he, had, had, to take he had, had to take him out. So he's told us he's his best player. And then next thing he knows, he's, he's getting told to take his earrings out. So that's, <laughs> that was a good start for him. Yeah. So, so obviously that's your expectations. What, what, what really shocked you when you come out here? And that can be negatively, positively. What, what kind of was initial standouts for you? You mean like general or in football? Whatever, whatever, mate. Um, well, I, I obviously, I, we, we landed on the same day, didn't we? Yeah. We didn't fly together, but we landed on the same day. Definitely. Um, and then I was staying at CJ's house. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was probably the, he, he was probably the most country guy on the team. 100%. And so I was, you know, thrown in at the deep end of different sort of culture. I was there in you know, my Air Maxes and all that. And then he said, cowboy <laughs> boots and dip in his mouth. And he yeah. put his in, like, we're in his little minivan and I was thinking, where am I going here? <laughs> yeah. That's but no, it, I mean, he, he was, he's great. His parents were great. You know, they, they helped me out and uh, we stayed there. All of, all of the Americans that I've, that I've ever stayed with and that they're all very, very helpful. That's one thing I will say about, about being over there is that the, the Americans, they do, do really help you a lot like you know Brandon and everything Brandon would have, would have done anything so uh, yeah that's, that, that's that's a big plus um the heat when you when I first got off the plane yeah you know you can tell that the air is just it's different it's thicker you know it's harder to breathe so then you know adapting to that in football was was different yeah definitely yeah, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. What's what were some of the things that like obviously we we're kind of chopping back and forth between the, the footy and the, the not footy. Was was there some things that like you came out and you enjoyed instantly? Um, I don't know. Uh, I suppose you know when when I first got there, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, didn't we? Yeah, oh, it was either that um, one Hooters. I think it might have been Hooters. You know, was it? I can't remember. I'm not sure, but I remember there was me, you, uh, Joe, CJ, and Andy Martinez, wasn't there? Yeah. And Ross. And Ross, yeah. It was Thad there. Um, was he? Yeah, yeah, Thad was there, yeah. 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 Um, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, and then um, I remember just driving driving along in uh, CJ's van, and, you know, it's just it was just so strange. It was like, you'd, you know, everything that you'd seen in, like, a movie of an American... <laughs> highway or street or whatever you were there so yeah that was kind of that was kind of cool yeah definitely yeah that's 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 cool man yeah it's weird how them little details that you remember from like your first kind of kind of days and stuff is i mean i yeah. i stayed with joe's girlfriend at the time and we went to a baseball game and i was sat there thinking what is going on this is the worst sport in the world <laughs> but i just remember little things like that and i, I remember that a University of Louisville basketball player had like broke his leg the night before. So like ESPN were just continuously playing this video of this guy breaking his leg. Mm. I don't know why, like I remember stuff like that, but you, you kind of just relate back to them times um, of, of like the first couple of days. So how did, how did you find pre-season? So we talked about the heat already, but how did you find the actual pre-season itself? Um, it, was, uh, it, was, it was only testing really, I think, because of the heat, like the fitness yeah. part. You know, I've always been quite naturally just fit. Yeah. Um, and you know, the the heat obviously made it harder, but I didn't I didn't think it was too bad. What about you? <laughs> Did you think it was hard? I don't know. I, I I tried to remember back if I really struggled. Um, I think yeah. I struggled. I think I struggled more my sophomore year because I'd had the first year of like 
absolutely nailing all the fitness at home. And then I took my foot off the gas my second year because I didn't, we didn't really get tested that much, like mm. in terms of like an actual fitness test. So I kind of took yeah. my foot off the gas. And then the second year we got tested. So I was, I failed it. I remember I failed it. Uh, <laughs> I think two people failed it and I was one of them. Um, but yeah, I, I struggled the second year, but the first year I was ready to go. So I, I think I was, yeah. yeah. How did, how did you yeah. find the uh, coaching? How, how did you find that from going from like the Lincoln College to the American kind of style of coaching or the style of play? Um, there's a lot of differences really, isn't there? Because, you know, you have been brought up, you was coached by decent coaches, weren't you, at Lincoln and that. So yeah. uh, I've, 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 at Forest, you know, my, my coach, he used to play for England and that. So yeah, the, the, the stand, the, Steve Hodge. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. And you know it, it, Simon. You know he's great, great coach in that. But uh, the the standard of the, the players obviously was was low. So the standard of the training was was a little bit low. I'm not saying we we had a bad team. Yeah. Um, we just didn't have any depth. So you know when you had to mix up players, it was it was a bit of a struggle sometimes. No, I, I agree with that. And I think if we, I think that was maybe the difference between us and the likes of like a Lindsay Wilson or someone like that, where in a training session, I imagine like the good... They were players, tested. Yeah, the good players are the good players, but then the, the players that aren't as good as the best players are still like keeping that intensity nice and high. Um, yeah, you can still play like one, two touch, can't you? So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, but that's, I think that's something that we didn't necessarily have the whole time. Um, and that's no, fault. Yeah. that's no fault of anybody, really. That's... The, no, I, yeah. I didn't envy it or anything like that. It was just obviously some training sessions. Just <clears throat> you were kind of like you're trying to play quick or something, but then you realise who you're passing to, and you're just thinking, "Oh God." Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you're completely right. So, how how did you how did you find your freshman year? Let's talk talk a bit more footy now. Like, how did you how did you find that first season? Did you did you enjoy it? Yeah, the I remember the first season, the first home game. I scored the first goal. Yeah, first goal of the Marion. season. Marion. Yeah, it's le- left yeah. foot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was good. <laughs> I didn't actually score that many goals my freshman year. I don't think. Um, a lot of assists, though, right? Yeah, I can't remember how many I had. I don't know, but the freshman year it was good. I know that Ash, we had Ash, and obviously it was a big, a big part of the team. Yeah. Um. Um. But. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. I have to add, I have to add a bit. <laughs> you're, you're good. We'll, we'll keep it in. We'll keep it in. That's completely Oh, fine. no. <laughs> so, so talk to me just, just in general about like the sophomore year. Do you remember much of the sophomore year? How did you, how did you find that one with the transition? Um, sophomore year, I had a bit more joy statistically. Um, I had a, so obviously, missing Ash was a big big part of the program he scored a lot of goals for us yeah. and I feel like you know when he left um, I kind of got a bit more freedom yeah because um, obviously Ash he didn't have freedom or whatever you know he was, he was all over the shop but you know if, if you needed to really get some it you know most people would have given him the ball yeah. <laughs> whereas I, I kind of feel like I, I kind of took his shoes a little bit oh, um, yeah, not being big either other players are going to say something <laughs> no no of course um, yeah. But yeah, I had a bit more freedom, so obviously I enjoyed it a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's <laughs> but I was still playing out wide on sophomore. True, true, yeah. But I mean, it it's definitely opened up your game and, and you were the guy that we turned to a lot more um, in that in that sophomore year, which which you did uh, 
pull pull it out pull out of the bag quite a lot of times. I remember some of the big goals that you scored, and um, I mean you scored some some really good ones, and we'll definitely get into them uh, across, across across the pod the podcast. Sorry, not across the pod. So so we'll kind of we'll kind of get to it now. Where 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 were you when Saint Catherine closed? How did you find out? What were your thoughts, emotions, feelings? Uh, I was in the car, and I remember Callum rang me. And he he told me, yeah. Um, I wasn't honest. I honestly wasn't too panicked because I just thought, you know, I think on the message Tim had said, you know, that everything will be all right, even if we will move the whole team or something like that. So I kind of, I was a little bit more relaxed maybe than other people. But then obviously, um, I started getting offers from other teams. Yeah. Um, and I did have an opportunity to go to Temple. Uh, in Philadelphia, which pro- I mean, it would have been a good, good, uh, good program. You know, they're D one and that. But you know, I was happy with the decision I made. You know, staying with the lads, and uh, I think we did like, exceptionally well to circumstances. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, so, is there any other schools other than Temple that were kind of knocking on the door, or was it was it just mainly them or midway? Um, there's some at Alexandra. Some. At... I'm not sure. Alexandra something, um, Campbellsville, spoke to them. Um, I did. I ended up talking to maybe 10, 10 or so schools. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with credits and stuff, a lot of schools wouldn't have taken the credits. So if I ended up taking that, that scholarship at Temple, I don't think I would have had a degree or I would have had to stay for like four like five, six years maybe to get a degree. So. Yeah. yeah, so it was a good decision in the end for sure. How did how did you find the uh, the transition to to Midway? Um, how how did that go for you? Did you did you enjoy that change? Was you happy that we found that that kind of new option? Or how did how did that go? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like when uh, we first got to obviously the apartment at U Trails and that, and I had a car at the time, so you know we were we were living it up. So yeah, it was uh, it was great. You know we had a pool, we had freedom, but then also we had all the football and that on the side. So well, not on the side, but. It sometimes felt like it was on the side, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, we definitely had a good time. And, uh, you know, Lexington is, you know, we was in the UK's campus and that, so it's a lot of uh, activities and stuff. So. <laughs> so, yeah, so we 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 say it was on the side, but it really wasn't. It was it was definitely something that was at our forefront. And I think we, like we spoke about in other podcasts, it was it was very much a thrown together side. In, in the nicest way possible, it was obviously tough circumstances. We brought over the Talladega guys. How, how did you find your junior year? Do you have fond memories of that year or was it more the senior year that kind of brought out the best of midway? Um, junior year, I, I enjoyed junior year. Like, I enjoyed both, both the years at midway. Um, I, did, I did pretty well both years and I think the team did, to be honest, for, yeah. for the amount of players, like good players that we had and, and that... Um, what we call third and second, which yeah, is not bad. Second. Yeah, with the competition, and then obviously, yeah, yeah, we had Ryo and um, West, West Virginia Tech. Yeah, they were both good teams, a lot, lot of good players. Um, but it, you know, it was a battle, but it was good. Yeah, good, good. good. Any, uh, any kind of fond memories of your junior, junior and senior year that you what you want to bring up? Um. Um, what do you mean, like a favourite game or whatever, goal? Whatever, whatever you want to talk about, mate. Bring, bring, the, bring up the memories. Uh, I, I, 
I remember in my senior year against Ohio Christian. Yeah. Um, I scored four goals and two assists, which was uh, it's obviously oh, a good one. And then I ended up winning that award. At, you remember the mid the midway award things? Oh, that's. I, I got I got I got an award for that game. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, they had the game. Like, yeah. Ind- individual performance or something. Yeah. I got, yeah. However many points that is between yeah. goals and assists. Yeah, that's right. So we, we did pretty well in that uh, in that award ceremony because I'll never forget it. Actually, you won two awards. So you won the outstanding performance, and was it ma- male athlete? Male athlete, yeah. Yeah, male athlete of the year. I won like the spirit and leadership award, um, and then so basically the whole like all the athletes on campus was voting. So the men's soccer squad was reasonably big, but the baseball team had literally won the conference championship the year before. And we'd done all right, but we hadn't like exceeded expectations. Um, and uh, basically, basically what happened was we had all voted for the men's soccer team naturally. Um, and the baseball guys must have just not voted. So we're all sat there expecting the team of the year to go to baseball. And then they announced men's soccer. So we're all sat there like, what? <laughs> like we all I, I didn't want to go up. No, we felt embarrassed to go up. And like, Tim was like, go on, Harry, go and get it. And I was like, no, come on, lads. The whole team's going up. I'm not going up on my own for that. Because we all just felt a bit embarrassed that we'd won it, really. And like, not yeah. to discredit our season, but we knew we, we knew we weren't the best team. Like baseball had won it first year in the first year in the conference tournament like that's crazy as a, as a yeah. program so that was a, that was a a, a rough <laughs> rough moment um how how did you find being a student athlete actually in america i know we spoke about it with you being in college in, in the obviously in england and um, but how did you find it when you got to university in america how did you adapt to that um i didn't think it was that that difficult obviously um the scholarship of boston i had was pretty much exactly the same you know we train and then you go in the classroom um and this was kind of the same wasn't it but obviously the schoolwork in america was was a considerably amount easier than than what we was doing in england Um, but balancing it i didn't really have a problem um you know i've maybe been a bit lazy with attendance sometimes to some classes (laughs) (laughs) but i won't go into that too much but you know i Past, past all my classes and that, so I was, I was always eligible. That's, was all, that's all you need to do, mate. That's all you need to do. And, and what were you studying yeah. for the listeners? Um, I was I did a sports management degree. Okay, okay, brilliant. Yeah, so that's what that's what I figured. Yeah, so yeah, we had, people, a, yeah. we had a we had a really good really good day um, for graduation. So I know me and Max spoke about it, but it was myself, yourself, um, Kyle, and Max both all graduating. All had our families there that day. Um, and obviously all the Spanish guys, they had their families there and stuff as well. Um, and that was such a brilliant day. How, how, how cool was that to have your parents out here and they got to see everything? Oh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, on, it was some of the best, best days that I've, that I've had so far. You know, it's, um, they, they finally got to see what, what I'd been doing for like four years. So yeah, yeah. renting a car and I was just taking them around, just showing yeah. them everything. Oh, yeah. And then obviously graduation day with a lot of booze and that it was great yeah 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 it was brilliant so one of the one of the absolute funniest things i remember from that day is one of my friends jasper got the the game of odds so someone says what's the odds you'll do this and he gives his odds and then they count down and two people say a number and if they both say them the same number they got the odds right they have to do what they basically dared them to do so my sister 
um, has, has said, what's the odds to my friend Jasper, who came over for my graduation and said, what's the odds you'll chug that pitcher of beer? She got the number right. So he's not even hesitated and just stood up on the bench. And there's about 30 of us there, isn't there? Oh, yeah. He stood up on the bench and just absolutely chugged this picture a bit in in like 10 seconds and there's a picture and I've still not seen it for a while now but there's a picture of him on the bench and your granddad who's there with with your mum and daddy your granddad's in the back of the picture like with his arms up cheering and it just such a brilliant photo it just summed up the day like everyone was just in such good spirits weren't they yeah I think he'd had a bit too many beers and all (laughs) (laughs) when in Rome when in Rome exactly he's on all day yeah, exactly, mate. It was such a good day. Such a good day. I, I yeah. always, always, always remember that day as one of my top It was great. Um, so so let's, get into the, let's get into the good stuff, man. Let's get into to all your, your footy stories that you want to talk about. Talk to me about like your favourite goals, because I'm sure there's a few. Your favourite games, your, your favourite funny or best memories on the field. Um, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, I, I know my freshman year, I scored the goal to get us into the final against Lindsay. Yeah. yeah. And then my senior year, I scored the goal to get us in the final against West Virginia Tech as well. That was overtime as well, that goal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I remember I, I got it on my, on my highlight video. I like that goal. Yeah. First time, bottom corner. Yeah. Um, against Cincinnati Christian? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it was a double overtime. Yeah. I remember I just... I just, I just levered it as hard as I could. And then it went in and I remember Callum saying that he was just trying to chase me down. <laughs> he couldn't get me because I was just running away. Yeah, man. I was just that, running crazy. That was pure elation because that we talked about it with Callum, but that goal was the goal that sealed us the second place in the, in the conference, which meant we hosted. And we actually also avoided, I think, a first round game or did... No, maybe we did play a first round game. But either way, it was a, mm. it was a huge, huge game, huge goal. Um, and obviously, we we absolutely went berserk when that goal went in, and we knew we knew the importance. Um, what about some of your 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 best goals in terms of quality? What what goals stand out to you in terms of that was that was my favourite goal? Because I know you've got some good ones that you haven't even mentioned yet. Um, I do like the free kick that I scored against Union. Yeah, yeah, that was no, good. that is like literally a, a perfect free kick it's over the wall, bottom corner. Yeah. Um I remember my sophomore year, I think, Simon shouted at me for shooting. <laughs> he says he says uh, we we just conceded and he goes, Brad, stop shooting. And I was like, right, you know, that was my favourite thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I remember we we kicked off, the ball got played to Callum, and he just he pinged it over from left back to right wing. And I just took a touch inside and I must have been about 30, 35 yards out. And I just smashed it with my left foot and it went top bins. <laughs> and I, I just looked over at Simon and I was like, you sure? Who was that again? I can't, I can't remember that one. Asbury. That was Asbury. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, that was it. That was a good one. I do have it on video, but it's a really bad video. You can't even oh. see the goal. I, I remember <laughs> something similar happened in our junior year. I think it was against IU East and you got the ball on like the halfway line but the keeper was off the line and Josh <laughs> on the sideline going, shoot! And I think yeah. Tim was like, no, don't shoot! And you've just, <laughs> you've just you've gone for it and it's gone straight into his hands and Tim was fuming. But but you had the ability think, to do it. It was, uh, I think I was senior year because I remember I had, I had the ball on the halfway line, didn't I? And I turned, I turned the bloke and I had my head down 
and Josh just goes, he's off his line, shoot. Yeah. So I just did, I didn't didn't even look, just swung a left leg at it, and I think it dribbled. Along the yeah, it trickled into his hands. <laughs> I yeah. So there's two and more. There's two on. more that, that I want to bring up because these are both screamers as well. So the first one was that Hanover goal, which I know you you've posted on your Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. time since. I forgot about that one. Talk us through that. That's outside the boot, wasn't it? Yeah. Talk us through it. Um, I don't know how it really came about. It's just kind of scrambling across the edge of the box, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, on the edge of the 18, and I remember I was on the corner, and Max like dribbled and took a big touch, yeah. and I just said Brads, and he just kind of jumped over it, and I just swung swung my leg at it again, like curled it in, yeah, posted it in. Beautiful, mate. It was like as as perfect as it could get into the corner. Um, and the other one, which I hate talking about this game. But it was a it was a good it was a good goal was the the Taylor goal that you scored, um, which was probably oh, yeah, yeah. probably the biggest crowd we played against whilst we were in college together, um, and that took us one nil up and obviously that game ended terribly in the end. But um, it was because of me as well. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I, was, I remember. I remember scoring that goal. Matt passed me the ball and I, it was just on a half volley and I I just volleyed it in and then I think it was like the last like ten seconds. Yeah. Um, he was he was just inside the half. He wasn't he wasn't close, was he? No, he was. About, he must have been like ten yards, ten yards inside our half. So I fouled him, <laughs> brought him down, and he just put the ball down and hit it without even thinking anything, and it went in. <laughs> and we lost, and I was just oh, I got a right roasting in the changing room. I remember. Yeah, you definitely got grilled after that. The worst the worst thing about that one was obviously that goal was was annoying that it went in, but the worst part was. Taylor is like a big communications university as well. So they've gone and slapped like a highlight video on YouTube and we found it. And that goal going in, I think there was like three seconds left as it's gone in. It's absolute heartbreak. That was good. Um, yeah. But but then again, the next year, we we did the same thing to Point Park when Joe's gone and smashed that goal in from like almost 40 yards out. So so we had our own. It all makes up for each other, so I, I guess you could say, um, in the end. But that was that was a horrible Oh, everyone's everyone's spoke everyone's spoken about Joe's goal. Yeah. And uh I got some funny when I remember the ball going and it was like in the air, wasn't it? Yeah. And I was I was about about five meters in front of Joe. Yeah. And now uh, it was going to Joe and I could see it and I was like, Joe, yes, yes, yes. And I was screaming for it so much because I was just gonna turn and bang it and Joe just hit it first time and I was so pissed off. <laughs> I was so annoyed that he did it. And then I just I turned I turned around towards the goal and it just flew in and I was like, Oh, I just lost it, man. Oh, I remember it's amazing. The thing is though, it's such a weird volley. It was left foot, side foot volley, but it was powerful. Yeah. And I just I don't know how it did it. No, it's perfect. It was perfect. And I can't believe still to this day that it was on film. That's just good. I'd be so annoyed. Any other uh, fond memories, big stories that you want to talk about from on the field? Um, not, not, not nothing that comes comes to mind now, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Can't really think. I should have should have planned ahead. What about the uh, what about the awards that you won? Because I know over the, over the four years you definitely won a few awards. Talk me talk me through what you what you got over your four years. Uh, I think softball. Yeah, I got a bit cheated, didn't I? I was. Um, I was the first in the nation in summit Shots, in ga- game-winning goals or something. Game-winning goals, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't, I didn't even make second team. I don't think. And then only Ross got into um, And then the junior, I uh, I got first team, and then senior, I got first team and and regional team, 
Um, senior year, I got cheated again. I think I should have got Player of the League. Oh, the guy that got the guy that got tacking Player of the League played in defensive mid. Yeah, I, I, and I, I was top of everything. Yeah, I was the most goals, most assists, most shots on goal. Yeah, you were, you were, you were by far the best player in that conference that year, in my opinion. Uh, I know some guys from like Raya, West Virginia Tech, Point Park may disagree, um, but for me, you, you just carry, you carried the team, and, and that's no disrespect to any of the other guys in the in the final third for us. But um, if we needed, if we need similar to the freshman year, if we needed someone to put the ball in the back of the net or put a ball on a tee for someone to to finish the game off, you you were always there. You're always in the thick of it, and and for that alone, I think you did get cheated out. I think arguably all American as well. Um, Obviously, I, got an, I think I got a mention. Yeah. Did I get? I got a mention. I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't. I can't remember on that one. Uh, but but I, again, I I really do believe that you you should have done that, and uh, mm. it would have been a nice way to go out. But again, it's it's not always about the individual stuff. But it's, it's no no something that you always want to come out with and and remember fondly. And what one of the one of the stories that I want to kind of bring up about me and you is obviously we lived together um, for two years. Um, but obviously in training sessions, we were generally against each other. Um, so there was many times where me and you would be ratty at each other. Either we, I've tackled you too hard or, <laughs> or you've you skinned me and I've got pissed off or whatever could happen. Maybe whatever. There were many reasons. We were competitive guys and we hated losing and we hated when the other one got one up on each other. Um, and that's good. That that was good for the training sessions and stuff. But the funny thing is, we'd, we'd fall out quite a lot in training because of that. But the worst thing <laughs> it, was... It would never, we'd never take it home, though. No. That, that's, which is the best bit, I think. We, we'd never take it home, but you'd always be driving us home. So we'd be in the car for like two <laughs> minutes, just sat there silent. And then we'd You'd get be back. <laughs> you'd always wait for me to apologise first. <laughs> no. And then we'd get back and, and then we'd just, we'd just laugh about it. But that, that happened all the time. Like it, I'd say it probably happened once. I think, to be honest, I think, especially at Midway in training, I, I, don't, know, I don't think I was very liked at all, to be honest. I don't think especially I in training. Either. I don't think I was either. I think I held a high I remember, point. yeah, I remember the, the freshmen, I, don't, I think they complained about me obviously talking, you know, shouting at him and stuff, but, yeah, you know, they, they didn't understand where we was coming from either, really. You know, they, they'd obviously been players in their high school and stuff, but, you know, I'm not trying to downgrade them. It's hard though, isn't it? But, you know, you played at a good level in the centre of excellence and that, so you hold a high standard and yeah. I just, I wanted to win. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to do good. So, no, I, I, I you, took it out on them. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think I think if we can openly talk about it, I think we did take it out on them a little bit. But I think at the same time, we were frustrated because we knew we knew what we could do, um, and we knew that they weren't necessarily um, ready. I think ready is the word because I think if they came in as freshmen, sophomores and had that experience with guys ahead of them where they were learning the, the rule of the roost, if that makes sense. I mean, look at Kyle for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kyle. Kyle came through. That was a good example. Like when he yeah. at St. Catherine, he was, he won't, I don't even know if he was playing reserve team, was he? Yeah, he was playing reserve you know, team, But yeah, he, was, he wasn't really getting a sniff and by the senior year, you know, Carter. Yeah. And, yeah so he, he, he kind of accepted though the, the English... Um, the way that English play football, like the yeah. shouting, the swearing, the physical, he accepted that, so he didn't mind. Well, obviously, you know, when you shout at someone so much, 
they're going to get a bit down. But yeah. he he took it as you know constructive criticism rather than I'm just shouting at him. Absolutely, absolutely. But he had, like I said, he had that two years where he could see that and he could he could grow into that and understand that that's it's not personal. It's just we want to win. Oh yeah. Oh, it's never personal. No, no. And then those guys that came in, they didn't know any better, and they were expected to come in and make a difference straight away. And we had that high expectation, and they were inexperienced and they didn't necessarily know what they were getting themselves into. Um, yeah. And and that was a was no no one's fault really, and I think it was unfair on them if we're looking back on it. But it also was us looking at it saying we've got two years left, we want to make the most out of our situation as well. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you one guy who didn't like the way that we were though, and that's uh, and, uh, me. Uh, who are you gonna say? Who are you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say Stephen. 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 Off the field, me and him got on really well. But on the field, man, I wanted to strangle him after time. He was he was the most frustrating guy to play with, and I would get on him. And I loved <laughs> I loved him, but I, again, on the field, man, it's all about winning. So I would get yeah. on him a lot, and he he didn't like it. He'd snap back at me, and and I think yeah, some, some of, people just can't take it, can they? It's not. I mean, I don't. You don't really expect them to take it. It's just they're not necessarily ready for it, and that's. I think that I just don't think they're brought up with that either, though. No, you no. know, like. I was. I remember, you know, playing, say, Boston or something. Um, I'd be 16, 15, and you know, the managers there screaming, shouting at me, swearing at me, telling me I'm, I'm shit and all this. But yeah. you know, it's it's like character building, and you go, you got to show them, show them what you can do, rather than you know, say it. Yeah, I I, I agree, and and that's all we know. So at, at the same time, that's all they knew. So so who who's yeah. wrong, who's wrong? So, but yeah, yeah no one really. No, no exactly. It's, it's just one of them things where it was, it was two different cultures clashing. With, yeah, with, I think we had a few. Uh, Tim had a few like meetings about it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I think you said Steve. I was going to say um, Alex Enzweiler. I know he he didn't he didn't take fun to no no but the by shouting his, and that. by his senior. Then, I'm sure he was in the same boat when he was probably. Look at yeah, exactly. And I bet, I bet now looking back, he, he probably won't see it as I was just shouting and screaming at him. Yeah. And same with you and Steve. You know, we we were trying to help. Yeah, just... for sure. For sure. I, I can't I can't agree more. So so let's talk about the lessons you've kind of learned from your four years in the states. What what can you say that you've taken from your four years and and what it's kind of helps you with you say you've went out a, a boy came back a man in what way did you did you kind of grow in that in that sense um well i mean obviously 18 at home i was living with my parents um you know i i didn't have a job before i went out so you know i was very reliant on them um and you know when i went when i went to america you know i was living on my own especially when we went to midway you know we was cooking our own meal i remember I was teaching you how to cook yeah, a few times. Yeah, no <laughs> um, you know, we was cooking our meals. We was, you know, we we were very independent, and and I that's I kind of liked that. You know, it it made me build as a character, and I'm sure it did you as well. Yeah, one hundred percent, and and that's something that I again like. Obviously, we were happy because we got to like party a little bit more and kind of have a little bit more freedom. But at the same time, if we'd lived in dorms or like like maybe like a park. Com like apartments on the actual campus I don't think we would have had that same kind of no, no, kind of process and so so that's something else I would value from that transition which which I think we were lucky to have um it wasn't easy like don't get me wrong mm. I, I only learned how to cook about three different meals and I think I had a curry for <laughs> <food>. um, <laughs> 
I had the shits all the time because I was in the <laughs> all the time. But uh, yeah, so so yeah, that's that's good, man. I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you kind of took that on as, in your four years, and and I'm and I'm, I know you've you've come a long way since then when you first came out. And if 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 you're talking about advice to someone coming out to the states in in our shoes when we were like five or six years ago now, what what advice would you be giving to someone and um, going through that same process? Um. I think knowing your ability, really, I think that would be a big one because, you know, if a lot of kids obviously think they're good, think they're good players. Yeah. Um, but if you're, if you're above the good players, you know, you can definitely look at D1. It's just, you've got to do the academic bit as well. Yeah. Um, but I would just, you know, do your research um, and, and find out exactly where you go in and, and what, what you're doing. Because, you know, when we first went to St. Catherine, that was, we were in the middle of nowhere weren't we and then yeah. I probably wouldn't if I knew it was like that I probably would have gone somewhere else to be honest yeah, um, yeah. but obviously you know I'm, I'm really happy I did it so yeah I want to change I won't change it good glad mate that's that's good advice and and really like the the research is really important because you genuinely have no idea what you're coming out to so making sure that you've covered all them bases and, and know what you want out of your college experience is huge because some people may value different things out of their four years and and that can't yeah that, that's a good never, point you're never going to really find somewhere that ticks like financial every box partying footy academics there's, there's always going to be something wrong out of them four kind of major key things that i mean at least in your eyes or my was what, in some ways yeah yeah what you just said then obviously about um your uh what you want to do say like christoph he was very academic yeah, yeah. focused yeah. academically focused wasn't he? whereas you know i was more football focused yeah um so obviously choosing the right school to get the right degree as well because not all schools do the same degrees do they so no yeah yeah that's a good point and, and actually he he did the right thing by going to kentucky wesleyan when he when the school closed yeah because he, need, he needed to get his degree for that that yeah. sort of thing didn't he exactly exactly and and that's something that is much easier to kind of do and focus on when you're out here because you understand the system a little bit more um, yeah so one kind of last serious question um do you wish you'd stayed out here or are you glad you went home Oh, the tricky one. Um, see, I was all for coming home straight after graduation. You know, with my freshman year, uh, the whole way through, you know, I was just like, not struggling. I remember the first couple of weeks I did get quite homesick. Yeah. Um, but obviously being with you lads made it a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. I do miss, you know, the lifestyle over there. It's probably a bit more relaxed. Uh, probably not in a minute, but yeah. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I, I'm a, I'm a big family man, so I'm thinking I'm happy I came home. Good man. That, that's I, I didn't know the 100% answer on that, but I, I figured you were you were probably a little bit more happier uh, to be to be at home, uh, and that's and that's fine, mate. That's completely fine. You did your four years, you got your degree, and and you're back home now, and you you're with your family and that, and that's and that's what all that matters, man. That's what that's what that matters. All right, so um, a lot of people may not know about this about you, but when you graduated, you actually did something huge, something that not many people have done and not many people um, will do. Um, and that, was, and that was, it was huge. It was, it was cool to kind of know someone that went on to do what you did. Um, and I want to hear about it, man. So, so talk me through it. Um, so obviously after graduation, um, I stayed around America and, and that. And we, we lived at 
you trails for a little bit longer, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and then I, because you'd already applied to your OPT, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I applied for mine, um, and I, I was waiting for months to hear anything. Yeah. Um, and then I got, I just got my, all my stuff back. Um, it hadn't even been seen, I don't think. I'm not sure, but but by then I would, I'd already made the decision to go back to England. Um, I was living with Joe for a little bit, yeah. so you know, thanks, Joe. Um, <laughs> I was homeless, if not. Um, but no, when I came back, um, I was back for maybe a month, and then Josh, the assistant, messaged me. Yeah. Um, and he he played in in Finland uh, as a professional, and he he messaged me and just said that there's a team that wants me in Finland, so. I, it was New Year's Eve, and I remember I was out, and I was with Callum. I, was in, I, was, I saw Callum in the club, yeah. and uh, and I showed him the message, and I was like, "What do you think?" And he's like, "You're stupid if you don't do this." But yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I know." I was like, yeah, "Yeah." So then, obviously, next day I told my mum and dad because I I left it obviously for a day because I was I was on the drink and that. So, um, and then obviously I told my parents, and you know, it was quite emotional, you know. I've been playing my whole life and then you finally get a professional contract available. And, you know, I took it, um, I went over in, oh, when did I go over? I went over in, I'm not too sure. And I think it might've been January, February time. Yeah. And, uh, people that don't know geography, Finland is freezing. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was snow, there was snow up to my hips, you know, like all the three G pictures and that I have to have heating underneath it to melt snow and ice like daily. So oh, I wasn't I wasn't doing a whole lot. I was staying in the apartment because it was honestly it was too cold to go outside. Yeah. Um but you know when I first got there it was it was good. You know, they, they met me at the airport. Um I obviously I went back to, to where I was staying. You know, they all my food and bills and everything was included and obviously a wage. Yeah. so you know it was it was it was definitely a good experience um the team the team wasn't wasn't great um but there was there was a few really good players you know there's there's a lad that i played with who played for ireland under 21s and that you know and he's he's one of the best midfielders i've ever played with and, and he actually taught me a lot in that one year um because yeah. i'd never really played central midfield that much yeah. Um, you know, I played obviously at Midway and and a little bit before that, but you know, I got really stuck into it there, and and he'd done it for a whole his whole life, so he, I really learned a lot from him there. Yeah, yeah, that's and isn't he the one? Shane, who, Wait, Shane McFall, if anyone's if he's listening. <laughs> and so he knew Josh, right? That's how you kind of had that. Link. Yeah. So he he played with Josh um, five years prior, I think. Okay. Um, so they played together, and then obviously Josh got me on the same team as him as well. Nice. Um, what about what about the standard? Was, was the standard too difficult? Like obviously, you said the team maybe not being that great, but what about the opponents? Was were, were they quality? Yeah, some of them, oh, some of them mate, were were unbelievable. You know, there's there's a lad I played against who plays for HJK's first team. Obviously, they're the only Finnish team, like even on FIFA, so just quite a big team. Yeah. Um, and he was just unreal, man. Um, yeah, I played against quite a few really good players, but you know, I, I never really let that kind of get over me that who I was playing with or against. Yeah. Um, 
you just got to kind of do your own thing, aren't you? And yeah, definitely. I, I, honestly, I, I think I did, I did decent. I, uh, I could have stayed out there probably um, for for the team that Josh actually played for. Yeah, I was going to go training with them, but you know, the, the country wasn't really for me that much. No. The the area, you know, it was, it just wasn't wasn't right. So you know, I came home. Did you get to play in front of any like uh, a big big like gr- crowds or anything like that? Uh, I think the most I played in front of was about four thousand. Really? Wow, that's that's still a pretty big big deal, man. Got beat four 0 but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, Callum got to come out and visit you as well, right? So that must have been good to have someone out there with you for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So Callum came out, and um, one of the one of the ladies that was in like the admissions let me borrow her car. Okay. So obviously, I went and picked him up from the airport. We went around Helsinki for a bit, and. When then I took him back to where I was staying and showed him the training and all that, and it was a uh, yeah, it was good. He's only there for maybe like three days, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still brilliant that you got to kind of share that experience with someone, and they got to to be out there with you and and see what. See yeah. yeah. Well, Callum, obviously, I, I got him, well, not got him out there to America, but yeah. I remember I sat in the uh, in front of the bus with Tim, and he just had a go at me because I was wearing uh, I wasn't wearing the Saint Catherine jacket. I was wearing uh, my own jacket. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, "Why do I buy these? If no one's gonna wear them." Yeah. And then he'd start talking. He's like, "Yeah, I need to replace Kevin." And obviously, I, me and Callum were like best mates before I came out to America. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I know, I know a good left back, blah blah." And then it just went. I just got him in touch with Tim, and then I just kind of left them to do it. So nice one, man. Yeah, and that's, that was that was really, turned out to be a good move in the end uh, for him and for everybody on the team. That was a, it was an awesome kind of thing to to have. Um, so you, yeah. you came home. How long ago did you come home now from Finland? I'm trying to think. Um, I came home in November, I think. Okay. So I've been home for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, Back into the swing of things now. Yeah, I mean, I was I was working for for a mate um but you know obviously the virus stopped that but i'm going back to work uh this week end of this week so yeah back to normality a little bit and what and what about footy i know i know you haven't been playing any big <laughs> plans of going back to footy um in the in the near future um i mean i i just uh, i got a text from you know callum's playing for morelands yeah, yeah um i got a text through as well asking if i wanted to sign so i just signed but um we'll, we'll see i, I want to uh, it's just you know, it's it's diff it's it's a lot different around here. Um, it's quite who you know, and uh, hopefully I can get a spot in the team, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm if I'm good enough, that is. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure you're good enough, mate. I, I don't doubt that one in any way. But good good luck with all that as well. I think I think you should go back and start playing and rekindle that love, man, because it's a waste of talent if you don't. Um, so so let's get into the yeah. Uh, the feature on every podcast that we have with every guest, and that is the best 11. Um, I know you have been excited about this part um, for a while. You've been telling me on Xbox, your team, for a while. Uh, it's been chopped and changed here, there, and everywhere. So so what kind of right. formation are we going for, buddy? Right, I've gone for a 3-5-2. 3-5-2, look at you. Look at you. We're, going, we're bombing right. on a little bit. So let's go for it. It is. All right, so I've got, I got Christian in goal. Yeah. You know, great. Great shot stopper. Um, it was very like a jump and like, it was like a cat in goal, wasn't he? Yeah, um, And you could tell he was very professional. You know, you could tell he played at a high level before Midway and before America even. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, he was 
it was no, it was no really question there. Um, I've got Reese on the right of the three at the back. Okay. Uh, played with Reese. He came in obviously, didn't he, last year? Yeah. And helped us out tremendously. Like yeah. you know, he, he was he was great at, at stand up tackles. You know, he 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 was only well, he was about six foot, but but he, he rarely did lose in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, read the game well. and there yeah. yeah yeah you know the game and then I've got I've got you in the middle hey, in the middle of the three <laughs> um, yeah honestly mate like not blowing your honour out but one of the best centre-backs I've ever played with I'd put you in in every team that I'd ever be in myself so yeah. I uh, yeah, mate. I appreciate it I think I think everyone that's been on here you know you're, you're more of an old school centre-back you know Smashing, heading, and that, but you're also, you know, very technical as well for a big fella. <laughs> for a big fella, bigger now as well, bigger now. <laughs> and then the, uh, the last one on the three, I've gone for Nelson. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, although you know he might not have worked worked his uh, nuts off and and been the fittest. Yeah. But technically, he was a very very good player. Right. Um, you know, he's. His feet were unbelievable, and and the way he could shift his body, you know, it was, it was, it was good to watch. So I've gone for two holding midfielders. Okay. Uh, Matt Lowndes. Yeah. Uh, I only played with him for one year, um, but you know, he was he he, he was a really good player. Uh, it's just whether he could keep his head in the game, really. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, don't know if he's listening or not, but. <laughs> Um, Joe, Joe Jessup next to him. Yeah, of course. Uh, one of the, you know, he's Joe. Joe's knowledge of of midfield was it helped me, you know, it helped me grasp it as well. It, every every place that he was, he he meant to be there. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Definitely. Um, his positioning, you know, he was he was in the right spot every time, and he's got a great ping and all, and he, he found me a lot of times. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then so on the right of the three, I've gone for Marvin. Okay. Uh, played with him for two years. Um, you know, he, he was good for a German. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. No, nah, Marvin is good. He was very, he was both footed. You know, he could use both feet. Um, he he, uh, he maybe didn't have as much luck as what he'd hoped for in his last year. I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes it goes like that. I suppose, doesn't it? Yeah. And then I've gone for myself as an attacking midfielder in the middle. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would always put myself there. I think. <laughs> I would, I would Callum. have to say you would have to be in that team as an attacking midfielder for sure, mate. You was an unbelievable player. Uh, put Callum on the left. Okay. Uh, you know, he's he's very he's skillful. Um, you know, he's he's got really good both feet. Yeah. Um, and nearly every time I got the ball, um, he was he was nearly available. He was available. So you know, it's. It's what you want, and it you want every time you get the ball, you want the most the most options possible. And Callum was always available. Yeah, he always wanted. I think, I think I assisted all of his goals senior year, and he assisted the majority of mine as well. Yeah. <laughs> right, the two up top, I've gone for Ash. Um, obviously, you know he's a great player, and he was a great lad as well. And I, I my freshman year, I actually hung out of him probably nearly the most out of all of them, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He was a great, great lad, and and on the on the pitch, you know, he was dominant. He wasn't big, he wasn't really, really quick, but he was very, very dominant. Yeah, and uh, you definitely need someone like that. Yeah. And then I've gone for Max next to him. Okay, played all, all four years with Max. Yeah, 
Um, you know, he might not have had as, as much luck as what he'd hoped as well uh, with after breaking his leg. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he came back from it and he started, you know, 90% of the games. Um, and, you know, he might not have scored as many goals as what he'd hoped for, but being in, in that position, in his position, and he'd played striker the whole time, it, it freed up a lot of room for me to score the goals. Yeah, definitely. Because they, they were a lot more focused on him and then I would just kind of break the line. So yeah. I'd have Max in there as well. Yeah, what a, what a teammate. What a team. That's, 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 that I think that, I think... I think that team's beaten every other team that's that's been on it here so far. Oh yeah, well you you're always <laughs> you're always the modest guy with that. <laughs> no, that's that's a good team. That's a good team. Is there any honourable honourable mentions in there you want to throw in? Um, Brand, I'm going to throw Brandon in there. Um, he when we first got to uh, America freshman year, I actually thought he was he was a starting goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, but obviously it was CJ, wasn't it? That, and then Brandon came in a uh, sophomore year. Um, and also, I put him in there not just because of the goalkeeping, but just because you know he's one of my best mates, and uh, he was genuinely probably the nicest person I've ever met in my life. So I, I would agree. He's pretty good at Fortnite as well, isn't he? Ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, you know, I played with Ross in there and all. Um, yeah. He's a good player. Obviously, went went separate ways and that, but you know, he didn't make the cut. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Is there is there any other any other like big stories, fun memories that you want to bring up while you're here on the on the podcast? Anyone you want to stitch up? Uh, I don't know. I do want to ask you about your starting eleven though. No one has asked you yet, and I want. I think people want to hear your your starting eleven. Oh, you're throwing me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to give an eleven right now because I don't want to miss someone out. I, I'd have to give it some thought. Um, oh, that's disappointing. So maybe, maybe in the uh, the exit kind of exit part of the podcast, uh, once we finish up here, I'll, I'll maybe record myself giving, a, giving an eleven, or maybe oh. I'll do it at the end of the first season. I'll give my own. I'll give my own team. How about that? We'll do that. Uh, that's fair enough, I suppose. Right. You got to keep some sort of friendships. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't want to don't want to piss off too many people. Yeah, <laughs> so there's there's two there's two other things that I kind of want to bring up, and they're both they're both funny. They're both just light-hearted stories. So the first one is uh, our freshman year. So like you said, we were all in the same boat, kind of all together, all missing home a little bit. So we we, we really resorted to kind of being there for each other. And, and one of the ways that we did that was we played a lot of pranks on each other. Um, and you was the worst for it. I know I've brought up a couple that you've done, but you weren't too happy about that. I brought up <laughs> and one of the funniest ones that I, I, I kind of remembered it. I mean, whether it was even that funny or not was, it was just it was just I found it hilarious. Was I came back to my room one time and you filled, I know what you know what you can say. <laughs> yeah, you, well, I, I don't know. You filled bowls um, and taped them to the roof right above my bed. And you filled them with like, was it water? I think it was like water and protein and yeah. loads of, load of stuff. And basically, there was no easy way to get it down. Like, either way, I'm spilling it. And I, and there was like four or five of them up there. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, just little <laughs> things like that. It was just, that just kind of made it all, all the more fun. And you, you'd learn to just kind of have a laugh with that kind of stuff. And there was a few others in there as well. I remember someone had a birthday and someone slammed a birthday cake in the face. Um, yeah, I think that was me again. Yeah, yeah. And then there was obviously the well the funny thing about Brad was Brad at the start was in the thick of all the pranks. So whenever anything happened, 
after that. No, I got the blame for everything. You got the blame. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything I got blamed for. Yeah, definitely. I, I remember... Anything, I, went, anything went wrong, it was, everyone thought it was me. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, you, get, you gave a reason to in your first year, but I remember the second, yeah. the second year I got a birthday card, and I think it was Ross and Matt that had done it. But you did the writing in it, something like that, and they. Oh yeah, they, it was from like a girl, wasn't it? Or yeah, something. They, they made out this letter saying, "You you knocked me up. You got me. <laughs> if you don't know who this is, you don't deserve to be the father of this child." And I'm like, to be, I don't think that wasn't my idea. They, I think they just asked me because I'd made his handwriting. Yeah, true. But who was who was getting the blame for it? I got the blame. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's that's that was my point, but that was a good point. I think you did believe it for quite a while. No, I was kind of shit myself a little bit about that one because I was like, who, like, what? Like, I was going back nine months. Like, what? I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other, the other funny one, um, probably won't be too happy about me telling this one, but it was when we were at uh, Saint Catherine, and we'd all gone to the the Mexican restaurant, and one of the one of the uh, apartments had a party or something, and I think it was all the soccer girls. To be fair. And uh, we're all in there. We didn't really party with the soccer girls that often. So it was, it was probably one of the second or third. Oh. And we're in, we're in like a big circle. I guess we were playing a drinking game or just chatting away. And Brad's just sat in the chair and he's, he's gone green all of a sudden. And he's, <laughs> not a even, quiet. he's not even hesitating, gone a bit quiet and literally just spewed up in the middle <laughs> of the circle in front of everyone. Oh, man. I remember because I had brand new Converse's on, all white. <laughs> and I just sicked all over it. Oh, I remember though, I went upstairs, changed, came back down like a trooper. So. Like an absolute trooper, mate. <laughs> like, like nothing happened. <laughs> Probably happened again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you got any others in there, mate? Honestly, I can't really think of many. Like, you're obviously all the pranking and that, but I can't really think of any no. uh, any funny stories like that. There's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of them. Some of them should be uh, plus 18, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you might, <laughs> might be right on that one, yeah. I think Callum, Callum mentioned one that was funny. I think it was my birthday when we all went out. Yeah. And then we, en- we ended up in a little tussle in the bathroom. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. That was a... I, I still remember that. I've still got a scar from that. Really? Yeah, that was a, that was a pretty brutal kind of... Kind of yeah, it was... But your bit, birthday always seemed there. to be the, the the most mental night of the year because I remember the first year when we got to Lexington, we celebrated your birthday. There was a pool hall underneath yeah. underneath the Rupp Arena where the University of Kentucky play. And we just, <laughs> like, let's, go, let's go and play some pool and then we'll have some beers afterwards. I think it got to about 1 a.m. and we were like locked into this pool hall. <laughs> they were feeding us booze, giving us free pool, giving us all the extra food that no one was eating. And we were absolutely smashed, weren't we? And we were like, yeah, you know, yeah. we were knee sliding through the... <laughs> The the rock uh, the rock like hallways like just sliding down like we didn't even know what we were doing by that point. It's my twentieth birthday there. <laughs> it's knee sliding. Everything. And then did, didn't someone jump in the water fountain in the in the middle? Of the uh, yeah, I think so. Was that you? I don't know. Who was it? <laughs> yeah. Was it you? <laughs> yeah. I think oh, so. there's a video of in there somewhere. Yeah, there's, <laughs> right, we're gonna we're gonna have to resurface that video. Yeah. So Brad, that was on my birthday. Yeah. That's right. So Brad, I Brad jumped in a little waterfall outside the Rock Arena in Lexington. Just little things like that, like Brad's birthday was the one that got out of hand. It was it must have been the timing of it, um, in the year. And it was stuff. off season as well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we always got a little bit crazy. Um, 
But if you've got nothing else, mate, I've really enjoyed recording it today. I really appreciate you coming on. It's been good to reminisce and good to, good to catch up. And obviously we speak quite a lot anyway. Um, but it's just nice to get you on. And I know you've been excited to, to get on. Um, and, and I really appreciate you coming on, mate. No, yeah, it's been great, mate. And I'd sort of say, like, you know, you're doing a great job and all about hosting it. And I know everyone that's listening to it and that, that was a, there was a part of the journey in that. I'm sure, especially through, like, the virus and everything, the... Uh, that, that this is this has cheered them up and it gives a gives a little bit of smile on people's faces. So that's what I say. Like on behalf of everyone, you know, we're well done, mate. You're doing a really good job. Top man, thanks, Brad. I, I never no worries, mate. Hear, I never thought I'd hear nice words like that when I first <laughs> met you in that kebab shop. But here we are. Here we are. All right, Time's mate. Change. All right. Top man, mate. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. No. See you later, man.